Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I'm Bartek. The other host. I think. Oh, good. And we are both spit and Polish, likingly because we are always spitting, and we both happen to be Polish. Is that not correct, Bartek? We are both. We are both. <laughs> yeah, that, that, you're just going to end sentences? We are both spit and we both do the Polish. We both do the Polish. And on our show, Unappreciated Masterpieces, we talk about movies. And we... to do that, we've got to clear our throats. <clears throat> you may do that. Uh, in our show, Unappreciated Masterpieces, which you're listening to, we talk about movies in an audio commentary fashion. We talk about the Unappreciated Masterpieces. What are those, Bartek, for the people who don't understand the concept of what an unappreciated masterpiece could be, because those can be two conflicting statements in themselves. Unappreciated, yet a masterpiece? That That's doesn't... crazy. How do you put an adjective and a noun together? Exactly. That's stupid shit. English is a stupid language. Yeah, it's stupid shit. I got it. I got it. <laughs> English is stupid language. We should do the rest of the show in Polish. The reason why I bring up stupid shit is because unappreciated masterpieces is the opposite. It's smart... We. <laughs> is shit and we opposites? Well, they come out of opposite ends. Like, I know they're number one. One comes one out of the two. front and one comes out of the back. Yeah, well, well, front and back are opposites, but... There you go. Piss and piss and poo are different things. Unless you would go food and poo, but one turns into the other. And you can turn the other one into another if you want. Not even South Park went that far, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unappreciated masterpieces are things that a lot of people might not like. But on this show, they're the things that we like. What are they is the question, though, that you asked, not do we like. Which the answer is yes, by the way. (laughs) Unappreciated masterpieces are those films that people have either forgotten, never loved, maybe once loved, but no longer. Which, to be honest, is pretty much forgotten anyway, so I'm kind of repeating myself. Um, I'm Bartek, by the way, and I clear my throat. I'm Ryan, and I do not clear my throat. My throat and is forever And you're a host, clear. right? Well, am I? Hmm. I could be one hmm. of. <laughs> and we're both Spit and Polish presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. <laughs> the title, Unappreciated Masterpieces, refers to films that have been forgotten, unloved. And Ryan likes to describe it as films that seemingly don't deserve an audio commentary. Now, if you don't like that, you can replace seemingly with allegedly. We don't care. I do. I chose seemingly specifically for a purpose, which is my own purpose. Won't tell you. Um, death of the author, mate. I like how I conflicted my own statement there. Like, be like, it matters to me, but death of the author, so it doesn't matter in the end. Bartek, you're not going to the funeral of the author. What is the unappreciated masterpiece we would be covering in today's episode? Because I can't read the title of the episode before I am in the episode. Yeah, You know, it's like our characters can't, you know, they don't know the name of the book that they're in unless they title drop it. It's not like I'm just going to be at the start of this, be like, oh, yeah. You know, I guess some of us could say we are Thunderpants. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can't look up and see the title, but we can comment on our listening person James's nice shirt. Or Jessica's. Who's wearing James's nice shirt? I'm just, kind of I'm just hoping someone named James or Jessica listens to this episode. So I that hope that James and play. Jessica are both listening. And Jessica's like, where did James' shirt come from on me? I just hope the president of Earth makes everyone change their names to James and Jessica so the joke works. Oh, that so. sounds like a Kim Jong-un move. <laughs> I mean, if it helps, it helps. It helps. <laughs> so what is it, Bartek? What's the movie we're watching? 
the movie or the unappreciated masterpiece that we are doing on this episode, I almost said today, but you can listen to this any day. Or is... night. Shit, you're right. Or in between. Time is a construct. Hmm. I got I, it. I like the Gregorian calendar. Oh, classic. It's what I do. The The movie that we are... The unappreciated masterpiece that we are covering on this episode is Kurchak Maui. <laughs> Kurchak Maui. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's the movie... What do you mean means? You asked me what the title is. I gave you the title. <laughs> You're speaking gibberish, right? Kurchak Maui. Say the name of the movie, Bartek. Kur... <laughs> okay, are we watching Moana? Is that what you're telling me? Kind of sounded like, kind of sounded African when I said it that slowly. So, are we doing an African movie? We already did Mr. Bones on our show, The Mystery Box, which you can listen to. People are dying in the streets. Oh, really, okay. Really you want the South Park guys to come after us? They'll come after us. They're gonna hear this podcast. And be like, did they just sample a little bit of well, our I've music? Got... I'll get them. Well, they'll they'll be surprised when they run into Scientology, who are my friends. Oh boy! So are we doing Scientology the movie? I don't know. No, but can we sometime? Um, that is a movie. <laughs> so it? why aren't you reacting to Kurchak Maui? I am. I'm saying I don't know what you're saying. It's gibberish. That's a title. Right? I don't know what you're saying. Kurchak Maui. Say it in English. You're not gibberish. Wait, you don't speak Polish? No, I happen to be Polish, but I don't speak it. I speak, you know, I speak English. Some might say not very well, but I do speak it. I don't really understand that concept, but all right, I'll go with it. What are you saying? The Polish title Kurczak Mały translates to, because I guess you have to translate from the not original language. Yep, that's right. To Chicken Little. Chicken Little? The great film, Chicken Little? Which you will notice is noun adjective, not adjective noun. Uh, the Chicken Little film from the 1940s that I got informed about just before we started the episode, no, apparently no, no. in not which the... there's a Hitler representative yeah, yeah, and the... they all die at the end for some reason. Not the propaganda it's... one. Is it propaganda or yeah. is it just life lessons? Pro- propaganda. Oh, so we're not doing the propaganda one. No, no, no. We're doing so we're not... the Disney one. Oh, so we're... you said we weren't doing propaganda one. Capitalism. So, Calipalism. We don't do this show alone all of the time. Sometimes we have guests. It's gonna be really awkward if it's Kim Jong Un. This time we aren't joined by a guest, but a local deity that happened to stop by. Are you talking about the god of blaspheme? Well, I'm talking about the god of Chicken Little as well. It's a multiple god. The god of Kurchak Maui. I don't speak the language, but I get... It's a literal translation. <laughs> I don't speak the language. It could mean anything. We are joined by local deity and longtime friend of the show, first ever guest of the show, Ryan Slowinski. No, uh... I was literally going to say that, yeah. <laughs> Will Brooks. Hello, listening people. I'm here in some capacity. Hello, <laughs> Vlad. <laughs> so... Will, it's great to have you on for Chicken Little. Um, Bartek, it was great to have you on for Chicken Little. Guys, you at home, listening people, great to have you on. End of the episode. You were good too, Ryan. Uh, I could have got the Chicken Little translation better, though. Kurchak Maui. <laughs> it sounds like a sounds like a tiki bar. Kurchak Maui. It sounds like a tiki bar. It's some <laughs> kind of local I inn. I guess, yeah. You want to go to the... What was it? Chukok Maui. Kurchak Maui. I got it right. Uh, so, guys, get your copy ready at home, because you are going to have a copy of the movie Chicken Little. You know, the one from 2005. Or Kurchak Maui. 
And I'm going to do a countdown from three. I'm going to go down to one and then say play. And you're going to press play as well. And you're going to be synced up with us as we talk about the 2005 classic animated film. Our first ever animated film on unappreciated masterpieces. Entirely we, animated, yeah. Entirely animated. So We've gone half-assed before. Like yeah. Monkey Bone and Rocky and Bullwinkle. I was going to say, Rocky and Bullwinkle. You know, you got to bring that up there. Because that had Will in it. So um, I mean, yeah. There's synergy pl- there. He played Bullwinkle. So, get and your... I was Rocky. No, but I sound like Michael Jackson. You were the fearless leader, <laughs> and I was the fax machine. I was the uh, method actor. So get ready because we're going to start this in three, two, one, play. So we have a, a a cinematic film here that's brought to you by Disney. Uh, Disney took the bold move of completely changing the opening sequence here. I've never seen it look like this before because it's in style of the art style of the movie. Like the background? No, like the castle and that style. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie starts automatically with uh, a narration from Gary Marshall. You know Gary Marshall, the creator of Happy Days. And also who's in the Mystery Box episode, Keeping Up the Stein- Keeping up with the Steins. Keeping up the Steins on their pedestal. <laughs> He's very prominent. <laughs> they were Jews, so you have to <laughs> keep them away from prejudice in America. So, Will... Um, we are, uh, you know, we're currently 47 seconds into the movie, 49 seconds into the 80 minute movie, possibly one of the shorter movies we've ever done on this show. I'm not saying it is Wait, the shortest. So we're almost 180th of the way through and we haven't even seen the main, oh, now we There have. he is. There we he are. just got wrecked. <laughs> so He's right there, Bartek. Well, I mean, he's not there. That's a carrot, Will. Well, no, he wasn't that shot. He's in every shot. Wouldn't that be a twist? Like, you know how in Disney movies they have a secret Mickey Mouse in each one of them? Mm-hmm. That we know the Mickey Mouse secret one in this one. It's quite obvious. It's a watch that uh, a certain character uses later. Well, some, I think I read somewhere that it was the crop circle thing. Oh, it was really? the secret one. Oh, okay. I thought that was... Because well, the, the one that you're describing circles. is the one that's like a full screen shot of Mickey Mouse. But it's an alien, so Very it's secret. secret. Yeah. So it's a secret. So, Will... I'm going to ask you the most important question that you're going to be asked in the first introductionary moment of the episode. And that is why the animals were in clothes. No, that is why are humans existing in this world whilst there are animals that also exist as people? To be fair, well, Will's answering. Harrison, Harrison Ford can do what he wants. He's, he's the only one. He's the only human, Ryan. I can imagine Harrison Ford sitting down reading the script to Raiders of the Lost Ark and he just turned to George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and just went, hey. And they're, and they're like, what's wrong, Harrison? Don't you like the script? No, I love the script. It's a great script. Nazi's face melts off. But I got one question for you. Uh, yes? Is this going to be shown in Chicken Little? At any point. And then George Lucas says, are you kidding me? Lucasfilm and Disney together? Never going to happen. Never going to happen. You know what I love about Lucas selling to Disney? What? Have you heard that he's publicly stated that he stole this? He he sold the Star Wars movies out of spite for the fans. Mm, I think you've the told fans me that. Because they all got on his case about the prequels. And he's like, well, I guess you guys don't like any form of artistry. I'll sell it to the biggest hacks in Hollywood. <laughs> and then as each new movie goes by, he's just proven right more and more because more people are turning on these new Star Wars movies because the lack of artistry in them and the more corporate machine-like method. And it's just like, oh, George, you cynical bastards. So, Ryan, if you made... If, if you were given the task of 
finishing this movie. Everything in the film was finished except putting in the Raiders of the Lost Ark footage. Would you put in Crash Bandicoot running away from a boulder? Because he's an Oh, animal. well, I, I was going to completely disagree with you. I was going to say, I thought we were going to go be on the same track, but then you went on the Crash Bandicoot track. So I guess we're splitting off here. But what are you like, going to do, UHF? No, I thought you were going to ask if instead of the boulder scene, I was going to include the Nazi face melting scene. <laughs> and instead of whatever the, the, the water silo ball or whatever falling in, it, it cracks in half and, and it shoots out water at the crowd so they think that they're getting Nazi face melting on them. And they're like, no! I would include that in my kids' movie. Good thing I didn't ask, yeah. Or else I'd feel silly. You were silly. As Crazy Little Chicken. I like how that's the name. Do we... I, I love that's the name of the movie that they make in the movie. I'm glad that do, Chicken Little agreed to be on the cover. Do we the know what the, word, what the Polish word for crazy is? So we can add that to the title? Yeah, but okay. Well, there are a few variations. I've got to think of the one specifically. Give me the most nutso one. Nutso? Um... Not so. Give me not so. <laughs> the one that's on my mind's a noun, not an adjective. Oh no! Then that ruins everything. Yeah, because this is adjective, adjective. So noun. while Bartek's trying to translate the Polish language that he speaks, um, Will, tell me your history with this movie, if you have one at all. Oh well, the, the, great gag by the way. There's quite a history here. There's a lot of there's some gags going on in the background here. Just, yeah, just bull, look bull into in the, the China background. Shop. Yes. Um, I saw this. In a drive-in when I was younger. When it came out. And in an unrelated note, my mom, by coincidence, brought it up a couple weeks ago as an example of something shit that we saw in the drive-in. But, you know, there's no accounting for taste. Did you slap your mum in the face and say, What were you saying, bitch? I killed her right then and there. And I knew it. (laughs) And himself were joined by a ghost. (laughs) This is one of the many times we're joined by ghosts. On this show, well, he's in Well, gods can die if you play Gods of War. God's not dead, though. Oh, we're getting real philosophical. You know, I've never, I I've am... never seen it, but you know, God's not dead, guys. Uh, oh, you meant the film series? I thought you were saying the literal quotes of just like <laughs> God's not dead because I am God. There you go. So, Will, you saw this in the drive-in theater. Now, was this your first ever drive-in theater experience, or had you been seeing lots of movies at the drive-in theater? Because I've only seen one movie in the drive-in theater, and that was also an animated movie called uh, a, a, a fish, a fish tale. Is that what it's called? A shark tale. A shark's, shark's tale. tale. A shark's tale. <laughs> I'm sorry because I forget I mean, that a shark fish. is at all important in the movie because the movie's There's a whole about mafia of sharks. yeah, but the movie's about a fish. Yeah, Will Smith. Sharks are fish. Will Fish Smith. Fish. Will Smith. Will Smith. It's about him. The sharks barely factor into it at all in well, comparison Jack to Black's him. There. Yeah, but it's about He's the literally fish. called Oscar the Shark We're Slayer. doing Chicken Little, by the way. <laughs> there was the title. So, you you had seen things in the drive-in? Zvario van the, the drive-in Kuchuk. near Dandenong, I go somewhat frequently. But when you really. were a child? Yeah. What was the first thing you saw the drive-in? What's your like earliest actually, memory of being in a car going Google Gaga movie? I can't remember what the first thing I saw in the drive-in. It could be Chicken Little. Is, maybe let's just say it is. So I had never seen this movie before. Uh, I had seen the ads growing up, and I like aliens. And I was like, oh, I'd like to see this. I like aliens. Anything sci-fi related, the like movie aliens or in general, all, all of it, buddy. 
The movie's good too. And then Alien 3 comes along and fucks it up. I don't care. If you're listening to this and saying to yourself, eh, Alien 3 is actually an unappreciated uh, masterpiece in itself, fuck you. But Shark Kelly's. I don't care if there's a director's cut or assembly cut because David Fincher didn't want to come back and do a director's cut because he fucking hates it. I hate it too. You know in Alien 3, spoiler for Alien 3 by the way, at the beginning of Alien 3, the characters that she saved at the end of the last movie just all die horribly. And do, 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 they do, do an, Ryan rant time. Blah, they do blah, an blah. autopsy. Sucks, they do so an blah, autopsy blah. on a little girl, and it's just like, oh great, that little girl character that we liked in the second movie, now we see her having an autopsy. This is what I want. Who wanted that in an Alien movie? I'll tell you. Bunch of Hollywood hacks that were like, children aren't marketable. You know what are? Dogs. Because that movie has a dog in it. So does this film. This movie has a couple of dogs in it. And I did not see it in the theatre. One of them is Harry Shearer. One of them is Harry Shearer, who is a prominent Simpsons voice actor. And of course, he's best well known for Godzilla. uh, That's true. The Matthew Broderick Godzilla, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was going to mention, uh, I think you mean, and then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's exactly the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I thought you were going to correct me and say, you mean Jonathan Taylor Thomas? And I was like, yeah, you got me there. We have to keep up the continuity. So, Bartek, your history with this movie. I did not see it at a drive-in. I saw it at a regular cinema. By yourself? No, I'm pretty sure I saw it with my mum and brother. Oh, yeah, what did they think? Did your mum say a couple of weeks ago that's an example of something that was shit and you had to kill her on the spot? No. And myself, don't forget that. And, and, yourself, and myself, not yourself. No, I, honestly, I don't remember what they thought of it at all. Well, what did you think of it? I remember also having seen a lot of the um, pr- promotional material for the film, mainly posters, not so much trailers. Mm. And there were always these really hard to interpret kind of things. Like, there was a lot of them that were references to movies, like Chicken Little sitting on the chairs from, like, the Men in Black posters and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They were, like, a bunch of these weird... <gasps> yeah, I remember those. Yeah. And they're, and they're eggs. Because yeah, Because yeah. everything's an egg in this movie. You get it? They're chickens. So I remember seeing all of that and being like, I have no idea what this movie's about. I guess it's about a little cool little chicken or something. <laughs> so then when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of a normal chicken. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Had you seen Men in Black at that point? Yes. Okay. So, did you think that this was going to be like Men in Black, but with animals? Because I, I kind of did when I grew up. I thought, oh, is this going to be... Well, no, because I, I think I saw so many other different posters and materials. Like, one, when I was looking up trailers after I watched this film, one of them was like a trailer. It was a scene that's set between the prologue and the like scene after that. It was like him being interviewed outside his house. I'm like... That's not in the movie. Yeah, it's not in the movie. It was just a like teaser trailer or something. Unless this is a different cut of the movie. Uh, we only have the 80-minute cut. We don't have the director's no, cut by it, David Fincher. No, no, is there it, an assembly cut? No, it wasn't. Well, I only care if there's an assembly no, it cut. No, it was a teaser trailer because it ended with like, oh, it's not like they make a movie out of it or something. Oh. And then it cut to like the title of the movie and he's like, oh, no. But wouldn't it be great if it was an assembly cut but by David Fincher? (laughs) He's like, I will not do Alien 3, but I will do Chicken Little, a movie I have no connection to at all. I would watch that. So you saw it in the cinema and you thought... And like when I was walking into it, I didn't know what to expect. And then, you know, I got this, you know, relatively... I mean, there are aliens in it, but... You know, not it wasn't like a badass action adventure or anything like that. So I was like, oh, okay, it's just about a like a little kid that you know is insecure and stuff. 
yeah, he wasn't a cool men in black guy or anything like that. I was just like, oh, okay. And I remember walking out of being like, oh, I didn't expect that, but all right. Like, I walked out of it basically being like, that was all right. Okay. And now you've seen it again for the show as an adult. Yeah, knowing that it's not going to be something, you know, beyond my expectations. And I can appreciate it for what it is. Right. Now, Will... Can you yes. appreciate the fact that Chicken Little apparently has 250,000 feathers animated? That is a where that is a lot of feathers. Where now, does he fit them all? No, I want to No, I mean look at him. Now, I wanted to gain your attention with the fact that I did a little bit of research. This movie was a year released a year before Pixar was bought by Disney. Uh, in the Pixar movie Brave, um, they have, uh, uh, I can't remember the exact figure, but it was about a hundred, oh, I think it was less than a hundred thousand individual strands of hair animated on her, on her head. And the thing that everyone remembers about Brave is how gorgeously animated the hair was in that movie. I have not seen Brave and all I remember is... That's the one with Kelly McDonald, who's an actress I absolutely adore, and she's the, the chick with arrows, and she has gorgeously animated hair, and that's all I know. She had a lot of hair. And that movie has less so animated hair than he does feathers, and I just find that amazing that this mm, film that came out... Because feathers are bigger than hair. Well, yeah, and more complicated on a level two, because they move differently to hair. I mean, think about this. There's so much... Ani- By the time Brave came out, too... Think about all the animation styling that... Um, yeah, Brave was like, what, 2013, 2014? Yeah, hair... Uh, probably earlier. I can't remember. I didn't think it was when we were in university. No, it was, because I remember on really? midnight screenings, they saw it in, like, trailers. And wow, I, was like, yeah. I thought it was when I was in high school, but wow. Um, think about this. For that amount of time, they had so many animation programs for hair. I think there was something in Shrek where... The grass animation of the movement is the same for hair animation. Like, the way the grass moves is actually the same that they do for hair. Like, they just use that as a trick. Okay. Or the other way around. I can't remember. There's something in one of these where it's, like, the same animation style for hair as the one for grass, blah, blah, blah. But think about feathers. They don't move in a way that's natural to hair. Hair moves in a very flowy, freeform way, while feathers are a bit tougher. And I found that the animation in this movie... You know, it's not the top notch that we expect today, but from 2005, that wasn't Pixar as well. I think this holds up better than a lot of people give it credit for. I mean, a lot of people say Shrek is a far better animated movie, including uh, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Have you seen that? No, but... Uh, they did their King Kong reference? Well, Ryan, yes. let, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that so I can talk about the first quiz question. Oh, okay, give me it. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Oh, it's a pop quiz. <laughs> Will, prepare to get popped. Question one. To what 2005 film does Fish pay homage? Is it (laughs) King Kong? Fantastic Four? The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe? Or Hitch? (laughs) It has Will Smith in it. Will Smith trying to get Kevin Smith a date. Kevin James. Kevin James is what I meant to say. <laughs> I would love it if it had Kevin Smith. I would love I would love that. <laughs> I apologize, Kevin James. I think you're funny. 
Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You come on this show and say Kevin James I is like funny. Twitch. You come on. Well, it's unappreciated. <laughs> I agree. But you come on this show and say sorry to Kevin James. You think he's funny? Get out. You haven't seen uh, Paul Blart Molkoff? I've seen both Paul Blart Molkoff. I haven't seen the How first one. How did you see the second one? <laughs> How could you not? The first one was a diehard homage. I mean, I watched King, but look, I would love the Kevin Smith version in which he's too busy trying to get him a date, but Kevin Smith's too busy trying to roll up a doobie, and he's like, come on, Kevin, and he's like, have you heard about this producer guy who likes spiders, man? And he gives him, like, a full hour-long speech about John Peters, who loves spiders, and then, like, he's, and then you see Will Smith is just like, Ah, that is an interesting story. You told it really well, but you're getting far too distracted, Kevin. And then Kevin's like, hey, dude, dude, I have this wicked idea. What happens if we did the Canadian version of Jaws, but it's called, but it's about a moose and we call the movie Moose Jaw, which is a real movie coming out next year. And then Fish Out of Water does that. Homage. Exactly. Homage <laughs> is that. So, so you know, I think this movie is actually quite well. What's Adam. the answer, guys? Uh, I think it was Hitch. I, I gave you my answer. Ah, I see. That specific yeah. Hitch. Yeah. I think it was the, King Kong actually. Uh, you're wrong. Uh, I think the movie is quite well animated for the time period. Of course, it could be better now, but I think where a lot of people review this with the uh, aspect of uh, hindsight, in terms of like they take for granted. I mean, look at the first Toy Story. It's a classic, but you look at the animation, and it's not as great as it could be now. Same with A Bug's Life. But people don't ridicule those movies for bad animation, but they do for this one, which I think is very unfair. I think they're not applying the time context as they do with those two movies I just mentioned. Also, look at the dad's hair, or the red thing. It's his comb. His comb. It's flopping around. Is that what it's it's called? brilliantly Look at his comb, guys. Look at his comb. Look at it. Look, flopping around there. You know Gary Marshall, the creative Happy Days? I'm a Jewish guy. He's not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I totally a, did not listen to the Mystery Box episode. That's the fact that we learned, surprisingly, the hard... You know what's very funny about this, though? I will say this. I, I don't think this is a negative criticism, but I could see why people would throw it as a negative criticism. I don't hold any water to this. This movie doesn't have billable stars in it, even for the time period. The biggest star in the movie that I could think of that's actually like someone you could go, whoa, we got this person, is Joan Cusack as um, Abby. Abby. I mean, she was. think about how big she was during this time. This was the same year as School of Rock, I'm pretty sure. School of Rock came out in 2004, 2005, I'm pretty sure. Isn't this movie 2006? 2005. Okay, 2005. And yeah, I think School, School of Rock was, like, 2004. To School of Rock was a huge movie. I mean, it's one of Jack Black's, if not his best. I, I think Bernie's one of his greatest films. So Didn't the IMDb trio say that Jack Black was considered for Chicken Little? Uh, so was Leonardo DiCaprio. So was everyone, really. Adam West. <laughs> Which is funny, because they already had Chicken Little's voice actress. That's something, Will. Did you know about this? They recorded the entire dialogue of the movie with Helen Hunt. Because they thought Chicken Little was going to be a girl. But they changed so, their minds. And you know who Helen Hunt is. She's the voice of Mrs. Incredible. She's also everybody's favorite character in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice as Democratic Senator of Kentucky who sees a jar of Lex L- Luthor's urine and gets exploded. Oh yeah, spoiler for Batman v Superman, I guess. Well, I don't uh, even remember that. That's everyone's favourite movie. Don't you? That's actually scene. one of the better scenes of the movie. It's like, 
She's the chick that's always talking to Lex Luthor. Like, Lex Luthor's always having scenes with her because he's like, this Superman guy's, he's crazy. And she's like, let us sort this out in a court of law, in a system of justice. And he's like, I'll just explode the court because I'm the Joker. (laughs) I don't remember much about that movie. That is what he said. That's exactly what he said. And then he said, you know what the biggest lie in America is today, Senator? And she's like, what is it? It's like, I'm not the Joker. (laughs) That's Can you tell that word. I really like Batman v Superman? It's a killer movie. I can't wait to do it on the show one day. Was that but... a real line? I'm not Joker. Yeah, he yes, specifically yes, he said, said and he looked in the camera and then flicked his finger on his lips, going. <laughs> it's pretty much the line of dialogue. I think it's something more like I, I am not the Joker. Ha ha ha! My Jesse Eisenberg impression is pretty great. That's on. That was on point. Can I give you an honest uh, thing here, guys? Though is uh, it about Chicken Little? It's about the cast. Though I think it's a weakness at the time that the cast is like you're relying on everyone wants to see a movie with Zach Braff and uh, Gary Marshall. Uh, Gary Marshall is a big name if you're into the Hollywood industry, which all the kids were at the time. They loved Happy Days. <laughs> you know, Vard's like, you seem like the kind of guy who, as a kid, would have loved Happy Days. My mum loved Happy Days growing up. You would have. Well, when she grew up? She grew up, yes. Yeah, but did she love it when she was growing up? Is that what you meant? Or I think so, yeah. Did you mean when it, it was later? on? Not when it was airing, but like when she was growing up. I guess reruns or something. Isn't it like from the 50s or something? No, it's set in the 50s. It was made in the 70s. Oh, well... Well, she, no, it's she, got Ron Howard in it. She didn't it. come to Australia till the 80s, so I guess they were reruns? Or did uh, it last that long? I can't remember. It was a long show. It jumped the shark. Well, <laughs> that's where it comes from, yeah. That, that got referenced in that 70s show. Yeah, that's where I learned it. So that's how you know it's made in the 70s, because they're watching it, and they're mm. like, hey, it's a thing. That's a good point. But he also likes I Love You Lucy. should... Re- and they watch Star Trek still, so, I mean, you know, you got a point there. So, um, the cast, you've got to rely on Zach Braff well. Are you a big Zach Braff fan? Have you been braffed? Why not? Why not? I'll... Did you watch Scrubs growing up? Or a at little, all? A little bit. Were you a fan? Not in a while, a little bit. Were you a fan? I enjoy it, I guess. You can say the honest truth. Were you a fan? Okay, I'll just say it. Yeah, I just I fucking love Scrubs. <laughs> watch it every single day. Wait, didn't you mention... Scrubs in the very first episode of Unappreciated Masterpiece, like Turk or something? Yeah, he was how, in it. How much of the cast has eventually shown up in an Unappreciated Masterpiece? Um, well, Dr. Kelso... No, no, Dr. Cox has shown up a couple of times. He was in Wild Hogs as the gay policeman. Hmm. Um, he's shown up a couple of times. Uh, a lot of them have, actually. Half the cast of Scrubs has appeared on this show. I'm it's pretty almost, sure Ted has... Well, that's the thing. Zach Braff's biggest piece of work is uh, obviously The X, which is then closely followed by Chicken Little, and then Scrubs, mm-hmm. and then Garden State somewhere this is between. the Harry Shearer dog. I didn't realise that it was this dog, but I should have realised. I, I thought it was the... I think it was. Yeah. Oh, no, it, should, it would be. I thought it was the other dog. I don't know if it was the same one, but that was throwing a frisbee to his own son. And I was mm. like, because There's a lot of dogs. But there are a lot of dogs. The principal, who's voiced by Wallace Shawn, a frequent guest on the show, um, who's his episodes are good. He's great. Uh, Wallace Shawn's the principal. A lot of people know him from The Princess Bride as the Sicilian. You know, he doesn't look at all Sicilian, but he's inconceivable. And he, obviously, again, here, think about this. 
They got a lot of voice actors from The Incredibles. They were trying to. They got Holly Hunter and Wallace Shawn. That's a lot more than they, they needed to. But then they got rid of Holly Hunter. But they're like, we'll keep Wallace Shawn. Because Wallace Shawn was in The Incredibles as the boss. His little boss. I'm not happy, that guy. Yeah, him. I'm pretty sure it's him because it, you know, he, that's how he sounds. What are you doing, Griswold? Um, that is precisely it. Did it worry you at all that Foxy Loxy... Um, Later on in the movie, changes character and they decide that's okay. I mean, that was my biggest note in this movie. That's, that's like the biggest note of this movie, according to everyone online. Is the fact that they allow Foxy Loxy to basically be a romance slave for miss- the pig boy? Did you miss the part where Runt of the Litter said she's perfect? Yeah, no, I didn't miss that part. Did you, do you want to go against perfection? No, you're right, you're right. A mindless woman is perfection. You got me there. A mindless woman who in loves the 40s singing was a Hitler analogy, I believe it was, Will. And was a boy. <laughs> See, this this is the thing about Chicken Little. It raises complex moral questions. Is it okay to brainwash Hitler into being your Gender swapped Hitler. Is it okay to turn Hitler into a woman? Brainwashed. Brainwash him to be your girlfriend. <laughs> it's a very these important questions <laughs> who in this sings? day and age. Who sings all the time? Hey, when's this movie set? Like, what time period? So it has to be beyond the 80s, right? Because uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark exists, right? Because that came out in 1981. Still in the cinemas, though. It's I mean, still in the cinemas. I mean, it's clearly the future where all humans have died and animals are now taking over. Oh, you mean Zootopia? <laughs> I guess. That's also one of the things I love, that people compare this movie to Zootopia, a movie that came out, like, 12 years later. And I'm just like, come on. Or, like, 11 years later. It's like, oh, come on. You, It's not fair to compare two movies that both have animal civilizations in them because, for one, Chicken Little came out first. You know, it, it, it kind of set up the groundwork for Zootopia, which is also a Disney animated movie. Uh... And I think it's unfair to say, oh, well, Zootopia did it so much better. Well, of course it did it better because it had 11 years of technology to grow. While this was pushing the boundaries and this wasn't with the technology that Pixar had, which were the number one guys in the game when it came to this form of animation. Disney bought them eventually and then they, they have that animation skill now, but like... The bigger competitor would be Dream DreamWorks, right? They mm. were doing Shrek, and let's be honest, you look at the first Shrek movie, animation doesn't hold up as well as you want to believe it does. Hence, it's become... Is that why it's a meme now? Shrek? Is that one of the reasons why it's a meme? The animation quality? The animation quality no. and style? No, that's... They, they, none of the memes are about the animation. No, no, quality, but like, it? does that factor in at all into the memes? Because of the gross animation style. Does that factor into any of the memes? Because I think it does. Because I mean, sometimes I guess like, there are the some... joke is it just Shrek's face. And I, I'm like, I know is that... that a part of the joke? I know that sometimes they make like more grotesque images of him. But I don't know that the art style is the big thing. You know what's great? You We could talk about the def- definition of the Shrek memes for the entire episode. And we'll never come to a conclusion. Because, because memes are so deeply seated in... 
references well, to references. The original definition of meme was a recurring idea. Exactly. So we'll never know. There'll be that one person who Eventually created we'll get the meme, the... and they'll be like, "I know, but I'm not telling." Eventually, you. we'll get to the point where we talk about the the shipping between uh, Shrek and Shadow the Hedgehog that was really popular at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, Will. That's real. <laughs> That's real. And the fact that you know it's real is what makes it even well, better. Well, you look it up, it's like, what's the deal with Shrek? Oh, Shrek. Uh, the <laughs> shipping, it's like, oh, okay. Up. What's the deal with Shrek? Better, better Shadow than Cameron Diaz, I guess. Yeah, everything's better than Cameron Diaz, I guess. It's kind of like, is that... I know that's one of the reasons why B-Movie is popular, is the animation style is not that great, so a lot of people make fun of it, like, through its bad animation, what is considered bad animation. I feel like I know different animating companies, but if this took place in the same universe B-Movie did, I wouldn't be surprised at all, Chicken Little. Nice one, Ryan. You wouldn't be surprised. I got it. I set that up for you to then point out... For everyone else to I, notice. I didn't point it out. I just said what happened. You pointed it out. You you emphasized on B. I didn't point with my finger though. You if you if you just said what happened, you wouldn't have made an emphasis on a word I didn't emphasize. So there you go. It's pointing know. it out. I was trying to think what would Reese say in this situation. So if like... Jesus was Greek, <laughs> so William having to revisit this film a whole what was it thirteen years now since it came out? Yeah, years later. Did you remember the plot of the movie? And if so, did it hold up even better than your first viewing? And if not, what was it like relearning the movie? Um, I remembered the, the I suppose, twist, the sci-fi twist that's coming up. Yep. I recalled all this and the... And, you know, it's, it's aged like fine milk, fine <laughs> wine. <laughs> yeah. Just gets better with every passing year. Now, I enjoyed I enjoyed relearning it. It was like relearning to walk. It's very fun. You know, it's very funny. I wrote down a note during this scene here that his reflection in the spoon is the wrong way round. Oh, that's a good point. And 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 then I wrote in brackets Bartek in all caps because I felt like Bartek's going to come into this episode having noticed this and being like, "That's the one flaw of the movie, guys." This yeah. I, I one didn't... animation floor. They should know how spoons work. I didn't notice it at the time, but when you mentioned it, I immediately was like, oh, it should have been upside down. Don't you like how everything's eggy in this room? His bed's the shape of an egg. He's got a Ryan, little... Ryan, can I blow your mind? Blow my load. Where did chickens come from? The urethra. Eggs. <gasps> but which came first? Oh! The urethra. <laughs> yeah, you got it. God came first. Hey, do they believe in God in this universe? And if so, what animal is God? They probably believe in the the big chicken from Jimmy Neutron. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. Poltron, Jim- was it? I don't remember, but or Jimmy... was that the egg guy? Poltra? N- Jimmy Neutron also had Patrick Stewart in it as the villain, King Goo. <laughs> and... And to die back to to Shrek, those were the first, among the first two films to be nominated for Best Animated Feature. Yes, and uh, now, you have to admit, Jimmy Neutron has become a meme because of its animation (laughs) as well. And some of its characters, yeah. But mainly the animation, like there's a whole episode of the show in which um, Carl is it, Bot is pregnant. That's apparently an episode. Oh, I watched a lot of Jimmy Neutron. I don't remember that episode. That's an episode. His butt gets pregnant, (laughs) and it's it's great. 
Um, the best part of Jimmy Neutron were the parents, and that's why the movie doesn't <laughs> hold up very well, because the movie is about, let's remove the parents, and I'm like, but the parents are the best parts! Like, everyone who knows Jimmy Neutron reflects upon it having seen the TV series. Like, I think more people remember the TV series more than the movie itself. I mean, I definitely watched the show more, but I watched the movie first. But, oh yeah, because that's how it came out. I saw it in the cinema. But, I uh, didn't, but... I might have seen that in the drive-in as well. I saw it on DVD. But, uh... That's the movie where it says, hey, you know the best parts of all of Jimmy Neutron, even though we haven't made the show yet? The parents, let's remove them. I can see why people don't like that movie as much anymore. Because they don't remember the chicken. Yes, that too. Uh, So, Chicken chicken Little, why... I do mean it, though. If this is an animal world, do they believe in a specific animal as God? Or do they all have, like, their religion is what animal they are like chickens believe in chicken god cows believe in cow god dogs believe in dog god like what goes on in animal world or do they believe in human as god question what's dog god backwards well dog god (laughs) Mm. i think that if that is the case ryan then we are seeing a utopia of diversity and tolerance yeah, so what, do you think it's an atheistic society in which they don't believe in a god? That's not what I said. I said that... You can have utopian atheism. Well, but they're not all atheists, if that's what I... That's not, I was saying that if they all believe different things, yeah, then right. one, they're not all atheists, yeah, but, but they're all tolerating. But I am kind of, like, questioning in our world that we live in, where we all believe in lots of different things, we all kind of, the ones who believe in God, believe that God is a human for the most part, there's no one because we're created well, in God's image. But we don't believe so, he's human, but that he made humans. Yeah, but if you went up there and saw God, he would be human. If we're right? made in his image, then yeah, that would be exactly. Human. That's what I mean. Yeah. So God is—he'd be humanoid. He's man-made. <laughs> he's what? Is he man-made? Is he a human no, God? God made God, dummy. Exactly. So, uh, is he a human ship? So, uh, Bartek, is God in this universe... What I'm trying to really get at is, is God in this universe at the end of this movie going to be the aliens? I mean, I don't think the movie really touches on religion that much, Ryan. What I'm saying is, who's the Pope? You think there's like a chariots of the gods? And what I'm saying is, the aliens taught the chickens how to build the pyramids (laughs) and they worship them as gods? So that they could grow acorns. Is this why you think the movie failed, Ryan? Because they didn't explain the religion aspect? I don't think they explained the sociological aspects well enough, especially of the religious background of the movie. I thought this was a real thing happening here, by the way. I thought, what the heck is going on? And then a butt wiggled, and then a tail and a butt wiggled. They're like, oh, it's not. It's karaoke. Not, not Not the TV, but this scene was one of the things I remembered. Which character? Oh, do you have a character? Which character are you quiz? I think there were some, but I I think I opened it and it asked like, "What's your favorite Joan Cusack movie?" And I'm like, "This is not relevant." Wait, you should have answered that. Yours would be School of Rock, right? Because that's what you know her from, I imagine. I, I mean, I don't really know her filmography that well. She, you look her up. She's an actress that's been in a ton of things that I know. Be she like, has. whoa, I've yeah. actually seen these. She's a brother of John Cusack. I just thought, like, you know, what's, brother. That, got, what's that got to do with Her brother is what character I am? I know that's kind of the point because of these quizzes. She but... is a character in it. Yeah, but what, what is my well, a- is my answer going to determine that I'm runt of the litter? Yeah, might Maybe. be. 
maybe oh you he... like school of rock you're lunt of the lunt of, of the litter lunt of the ritter ryan john ritter's dead he had a heart attack and then they had to recast him with uh don't even know him seth he was in my uh eight simple rules about dating my teenage daughter that sounds like a great show never it, heard of it though it, really that was a big show it was the launching what, what point were the rules i can't remember but uh the they launching were, off they were point, and there were eight of them. The launching off career point of Kaylee Cuco, who's the chick in the Big Bang Theory. She was the daughter. She was the oldest, the eldest daughter in the show. She was like the hot daughter, while they had a younger daughter who was a redhead and a nerd. And it's like, oh, good. Mm. And they had um, Leela from Futurama in it as the mum. And then he died. The lead actor died of a heart attack. And then the show decided to keep going, so they brought in his father. Who was played by the guy who played the original Maverick. And then they thought, shit, this isn't enough. I think we need to bring in someone else. And I think they brought in Seth Green or Andy Dick. I can't remember which one. And then someone's going to be like, actually, it was David Spade. But it was one of the three. And the show That's a just holy trinity and the right show there. just kept going and going and no one watched it because no one wanted to watch a show without John Ritter, the dad. Because he was like, well, those actors, that was just charismatic. He was in the original It he was in the original It. He was the one who was used to be a fat boy. And then he grew up to be a thin man who was slightly fat and had a beard. There you go. That's the history of John Ritter. That's his life. This is the John Ritter podcast brought to you by John Ritter. Uh, we're all John Ritter. Remember to be John Ritter to each other. John Ritter. I disagree. Stay safe. Really? You know what's the weirdest thing about John Ritter too? He's in the movie Cape Fear, technically. You know the movie Cape Fear? I know the Simpsons parody of it. Right. You know the classic scene in which Sideshow Bob is sitting there smoking a cigar laughing at the movie that's going on? Mm-hmm. In the movie Cape Fear, the movie that they're watching is a movie with John Ritter doing a parody of The Shining. And that's where Robert De Niro is cackling about so hard. Now, how does this relate to Chicken Little, you may ask? Good question. I don't know for a fact, but I have a sneaking suspicion, call it a hot take, that John Ritter watched Chicken Little just before he died. And I'm not saying that this movie caused the death of John Ritter, but it could have. You can't rule it out. You can't rule it out. When the court case comes after this episode of, we've got new evidence, it was a murder by Disney... You can't rule it out. You can't rule it out. Okay, Ryan. But between when this film came out in cinemas and us doing this episode, was there any point in that range of years where Chicken Little surprisingly came back into your life? Into my life? Yes. Me, personally? I mean, you can't speak for anyone else, I don't think. I can speak for John Ritter, apparently. I don't think you can. I don't know. I do. Do it now. Speak for him. Well, John Ritter just wants you guys to know that Chicken Little may or may not have killed him. Okay, fine. You can speak for him, but still answer the question. Uh, Did it come back into my life? Yes. Surprisingly. Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly came back in. I think it became a meme at one point, Chicken Little. Not that I remember, but... I'm pretty it? sure I'll, I'll just has. accept that without question. I'm pretty sure Since it when has. do these 3D type of movies become memes? <laughs> One of my favourite vines is a Chicken Little reference. It's this guy. It's this guy who looks exactly like Chicken Little. Like a grown man who looks exactly like a human version of Chicken Little. Like glasses and everything. And it's just him in his bathroom saying, I do not look like Chicken Little. Do not call me that. And then he spins the 
camera around and it's a picture of Chicken Little on the mirror. And he's like, I am not him. He is a coward. I am not a coward. And the video ends. That does sound pretty good. And he looks exactly like Chicken Little, but it's like one of those things that when only a person, like when they point it out themselves, you go, shit, he does look like Chicken Little. I had mm. seen that guy do vines before and I never thought, oh, that guy looks like Chicken Little, but I guess enough people said, that's how he's come back to my life, Chicken. What about you? So, this decade, we live in an age where, this is regarding video games. Oh, um, no. Is there a video game of this? Apparently there isn't. Apparently it's good, but this isn't On the GameCube? I think around that time would be where it would be. They Didn't they always bring out video games of all the newest Disney movies? Yeah. Like, I played the Lilo and Stitch one. It was pretty good. Yeah, last decade they were like, oh, we can buy licenses. They're expensive though, so we can't put the budget to the game. That's, I enjoyed yeah. the game. Here. I played the Shark Tale game a lot. <laughs> anyway. I played the Monsters, Inc. one on Game Boy a lot. Any good? Ah! Anyway. <laughs> so we're in an age where a lot of games get remastered and re-released. And a year and a half ago, I'd never played this series growing up, but I got into the Kingdom Hearts series. Uh, yeah. And in that series, you can unlock summons, which are always these Disney characters. Like the first game, you get like Dumbo and you get Mushu and stuff like that. Okay. In the second game, they downscaled it to only four summons. And the first one you get is Chicken Little. Which took me by surprise. Like, oh, I didn't expect Chicken Little to turn up in Kingdom Hearts. And he's two. one of the only of the four. Yeah, him, Genie, uh, from Aladdin. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. Stitch, and it counts as one summon, but Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Wow. So yeah, he's right three up there. very iconic. And characters. he's the first one you get. <laughs> yeah, three very iconic characters and Tinkerbell. So, <laughs> well, there's five, but four. But one, yeah. But I'm not saying I'm not saying that that Stitch isn't iconic, but he's fairly well known. Mm. I mean, that was a fun TV show, the Lilo and Stitch TV show, in which they had to hunt down the other experiments. Did you ever play the game? No. No, hold on. The online game. Um, you in can which... tell me to hold on, but the answer. Hold no. <laughs> on, Bartek. You may want to hold the egg on your face. Oh no, the answer's gonna be yes. At we the end just of this. missed the scene, by the way, where it just cut to black and then cut back to the movie because I guess Disney thought ad break. But cut there to was, a plasma ball. I don't know if you remember this game, but there was an online game of Lilo and Stitch in which you had the players experiment. I think it was like six two five who was the one that was obsessed with eating sandwiches, and you had to make a sandwich, and it's like you holding a plate of bread, and it's like things falling from the sky, from the fridge, and you had to like dodge getting like bad things in your sandwich. You had to make like the biggest sandwich. The point was, the problem of the game was, you could build a sandwich that was bigger than the screen itself, but mm. the game would not end <laughs> unless you hit a, I hit a bad one, but you wouldn't know that because you cannot see it because it's not on the screen. I see. It was a great game. It was a great game. So if you hadn't played it, shame on you. Where was your childhood at? Because that was one of the biggest games in my primary school experience. That and playing the Paddle Pop games, which are a form of ice cream in Australia. It's like, if you had a Paddle Pop, they would have a little thing on the back. It's like, yeah, you want to play the game so you can get more Paddle Pops? I'm like, yeah, I want more Paddle Pops. And then you're like, shit, I don't have an account. Because <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> so I can't get more Paddle Pops, but I'll play the game. Mm. That's what the relevance of this was for me, Chicken Little. Yes. I'm sorry for the irrelevant Chicken Little summoning Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh... Topic. You should be sorry. Now let's get back to John Ritter and his corpse. <laughs> so Bartek, 
Is he in the newest Kingdom Hearts game? Did E3 announce that Chicken Little is going to be the main play character in the new Kingdom Hearts game? I certainly hope so. Oh, but the point with him being in the Kingdom Hearts 2 was that game was released before the movie, so it was kind of... So they thought it was going to be a big deal. Yeah, they thought it was going to be a big (laughs) deal. Apparently they wanted to... It was a way of promoting it in Japan. Ah. So Chicken Little debuted in Kingdom Hearts 2. Don't forget that, everyone. Yes, so, uh, guys, who is your favorite character in this? Because I'll tell you something. My fiance, uh, she loved fish. Fish out of water. Fish yeah. out of water, or just fish. They eventually, halfway through the movie, just just call it call him. It's fish. like runted litters, runted. Yeah. Fish uh, reminds me a bit of Kenny from South Park. Yeah. And I always enjoyed. That's Kenny, a good point. So. Yeah. Does he die every single episode until they decide that's no longer a good gag and they just they cons- kill him off for real, but then they bring him back because and they just fans rejected that idea and then and then they don't stand by the ethics, but they don't have any ethics, so it's like what's the point? And then they reveal his face, but they're like, ah, we don't want you to remember he has a face. Sidebox continuity is great. Well, well, I mean, they revealed his face in the way movie. before, like they killed him off for real. Yeah, in the movie, right? Yeah, that's when they reveal it. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Um, why does he escape? The the, the kid. Kobe? Oh, he was curious. Yeah, but is that supposed to keep him there? Or is that like a bed? I mean, I thought that he'd just be like an experiment, because that was just out in the hallway, right? Yes. Like, maybe it's a teleporter to his room or something. I don't know what it is. Maybe that's how they sleep. What is this alien technology? The aliens... Why are they obsessed with hexagons when they are in fact egg-shaped themselves? Why is it hexagons when at the beginning he said it was an octagon? He said it looked like that. I'm pretty sure he said that's it, and they're like, "This is a stop sign." No, he said it. it you know, he said it. It, it looked like the, you know he, he did the shape on the ground, and then another person went like that, and they pointed at the stop sign. He's like, "Yeah." Just count so the sides. Just count the sides. You'll find out what they're obsessed with. You'll find out they're obsessed with sixes. They love six, 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 six. That's more than the devil. I like how that this works, just holding the button works. That's such a childlike logic, and I love that little gag that they did. They're still continuously pushing it, but he's just holding onto it, and that works. Sometimes you wish that's how it works with buttons like that. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, where you just hold on and it'll stay closed. I, I just love that little touch in this. It's like, this movie's full of little touches like that. Like, I like the fact that Foxy Loxy was a girl. It was so easy for it to be a boy character. You know, usually in movies like this, the antagonistic character, the bully character, the jock, the the uh, the, the most popular kid is usually a boy in this kind of context, but yeah. it's actually a girl, and I thought, interesting. Well, they're also in, like, that kind of tween age range, which so maybe some of the boys haven't gone through puberty, and at that point... The girls are kind of the more matured ones. She's so. also a tomboy. Tomboy, yeah. You have a lot of tomboys at that tween age. But who's your favorite character, guys? Because my my fiance loves the, the fish out of water. I personally loved uh, Adam West. Um, yeah, not yeah. not the character, just the actor. But uh, no, the, I loved a, him. Chicken Ace Little, I think it was. Uh, I don't think it's fair to say Ace. he was my favorite character. I I did quite like the mayor of the town. Mm, Turkey Lurkey was that his name? <laughs> Yeah. That's the case. That is the case. Yeah, Turkey Lucky. <laughs> Hannibal Turkey Lucky. <laughs> Who is your favourite character? Um, I actually quite like the dad. Oh! 
He oh, is snap. the reason that this film's criticized the most yeah, because was, a lot of people watch the profanity guys, but a lot of people will say, and I quote, he's a cunt. Yeah, they say he's <laughs> the worst worst Disney villain ever, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, But you liked him, huh? Is it because it's Gary Marshall and he's Jewish and he's not Jewish? No, I thought he was a very sympathetic character. Hear that, guys? Bartek sympathized with the biggest Disney villain ever. <laughs> so He's even worse than Frollo, a guy who literally performed genocide. What about you, Will? Do you empathize with a guy that's worse than a guy that performs genocide? Or did you have another character oh, is this gonna be favorite? A, is this actually going to be Mickey Mouse? Because I only read about it. I didn't look at it. You don't We're know how see to see if read. there's a secret one. There isn't. I tell you. It's all just Shut up, lies. old man. Oh, Ryan's back. Never mind. See, it's just crop symbol. Oh, maybe that one at the oh, bottom. Oh, the bottom, if you, like, tilted it on an angle, it's Mickey Mouse. Well, Ryan, you did, say, you did say it's secret, right? So Shh, don't talk about it, then. Tilting's a pretty secret thing. Shh, don't talk about it. Disney's listening. They always listen. They don't listen to Chicken Little stuff. Shut up. They'll definitely listen now that you said that. Well, they have to listen to in order to hear it. And then they're going to try and offer us $50 billion to buy to our what? podcast so that we become the Disney corporate machine. This episode brought to you by Walt Disney. This episode brought to you by the capitalism that is Disney. Buy us now, please. So, Will, favorite character? You can say Runt. Nah, I probably <laughs> like Fish more, but just to be contrarian, I'm going to say the coach. <laughs> That coach character we all remember. Oh, that yeah, from coach the first act. guy. You know, the one who's like, you don't get to go play. What's your favourite thing about him? He's sympathetic? Yeah, why not? <laughs> He's really sympathetic. I I sympathise with him. Do you... Do you w- empathise, though? When he said... No, that's a bit gay. When he I'll said... Him, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't empathise because that's a bit gay. Brilliant. Well, just what are we back in? What are we back in primary school? That's way. That's way too. <laughs> yeah, I totally don't have I'd a YouTube comment with a similar school. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there another like-minded person out there? <laughs> Their name was Will Brooks. Weirdly the tr- enough, the true <laughs> heroes who like the coach. It wasn't about the coach, but the gay thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I did do a little bit of like work on Chicken Little and found out that he has a big gay following. Because <laughs> Chicken Little is... is it because he's a little cock? No, it's good. Well, he's actually a chicken, His not dad's a rooster. A big cock. He's he's a chicken, not a rooster. Those are two different things. Mm, you're right. I thought his dad was a cunt. <laughs> no rooster. Oh, okay. So the big thing no chicken. Of... Sorry. You c- come on, guys. I'm not good at this. Chicken... What's a foul? You are... It's where you hit the ball into the, like, behind the lines of the yes, baseball field. That's close. Um, close. Got it right, but he meant foul as so was... an animal. Oh. So, so, the thing of this is, Chicken Little does have a gay following because he's considered one of the biggest representatives of a twink. You know, I was going to say, is Ryan going to say twink? And he did. No, I'm a twonk. <laughs> That's a twink who's a hunk. One of the best videos I've ever seen. Wouldn't that be a twonk? That's a twonk. Did you say twonk? Yes. Is that T-W-U? T-W-U-N-K. Oh, I heard T-W-O. Twonk. Twonk. He's a twonk. A twonk is a twonky hunk. 
It look right. I it's finally understand my animals now. My favorite character has a great gag in which she wants to come back for a, a nickel. I do believe it is. I thought it was a penny. I thought it was a penny oh. too, because there was a quiz question that asked, and I said penny, and I got it right. Oh, we is just it, is it. it there on your computer for me to get it right or wrong? Is it? Yes, the opposite of yes. Is it time to get popped? <laughs> what? Pay attention, Bartek. <laughs> no, I heard him, but... <laughs> Pay yeah, attention to earlier when I said... Really <laughs> when you said, we're going to do a pop quiz, and I said, prepare to get popped, guys. And now Will is following that gag that I made. Didn't or... I mention like a minute ago I'm not good at remembering things? It was just dead. Continuity! Remember that I don't remember that. No, that's my job. What? Who are you? What are you doing here? We're talking about what movie now? Chicken Little. Did you know he's a twink? Did you know he's a twink icon? (laughs) Isn't that the weirdest thing that that, that everything that we grew up with in life, there's some kind, it's some kind of gay icon to someone? Do do we end this episode by going to Fur Affinity and looking up Chicken Little? The fact that you know the site says a lot for one. I mean, and that you already came in here with your Shadow the Hedgehog shipping knowledge. I've mentioned that. Years I'm ago. not <laughs> saying that you're a furry secretly, Bartek, but I'm saying it publicly. Are you a furry? That's not saying that's asking. Okay, I'll say it and ask it at the same time. So Bartek's a furry. That wasn't a question. Yeah, that's I said stupid. it with it a questioning tone. But who are you asking, Will? The audience. But why were you looking at me? Let's do a... Because the, what? The audience... Are they in my house right now? This James is an audio commentary. And Jessica. James, Jessica, and Jessica James. Is Bartek a furry? Furry Bartek? Mm, pop quiz. Prepare to get popped. <laughs> is the answer no? Nah? Nah? Maybe? Or no? Or purr. What's, pol- what's, 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 what's Polish for no? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. 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 How many times in life have you heard non-Polish people in Australia? That's an actual response to a question when people just go, so what do you think of the movie? Do you think it was good? Yeah. People have done that as a response. Do you ever hear that in life and think, oh, they're saying Polish for no. No. The thing. You mean yeah? Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I've mentioned this a million times. It's always because it rhymes with the word yeah. That we, that's, I'm like, are you saying no or yeah? Man. That's the big thing for for me, at least. Now, did you think this alien was cute? And did you want one? Um, yeah, reasonably cute. Didn't necessarily oh, want Oh, sorry, him. did you say yeah or yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. Oh, good, good. They rhyme. You really are <laughs> Polish now. Or what? at least me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reasonably cute, but no, I can't say I ever wanted one. Because then the aliens would come. But then they would be okay if you told them it was an accident. You left them behind. Your bad parents. And you were Gary Marshall saying... Question. If I said yes, I do want... No, if I said yes, I do want one, would that make me a furry? Um, only now, because you asked the question about being a furry, so yeah. Well, it's just like, he's not necessarily an animal, but does it count it because he is kind of fluffy? Yes, it definitely counts. He's not human. Fair point. And what furries about... usually... Isn't furries usually relate... I mean, is it a different thing when it's a non-furry animal? No, if it's birds, it counts and all. That's, you know, okay, but lizards? Do, do they, do they yeah. change the name? It's animals. It's do they change necessarily... the name? Or... No, it's not necessarily like if you like... Furry animals, just like you like animals, you're furry. Okay, so you're the furry expert. So when furrydom is what it's called, right? I think furdom. 
<laughs> Look, guys, if you're listening to this in your first sonar, I'm not complaining. You're listening hey, you know to the, the chicken little. <laughs> I watched Chicken Little, of course I know. So if you're watching this in What's your Chicken Little's first sonar, <laughs> or is it Flesh Sonar? Like, what is what's, what's the Chicken Little example? His Fev Sonar. His what? Fev Sonar, because he's in feathers. Oh, okay. It works. But I mean, f- that's. But he's already feathered, so why would he have a feath sonar? Well, you're assuming he's a chicken. I mean, he's got feathers. He's too little to be a chicken. He's clearly a sparrow. But he, he has feathers, though. So why yeah. would he have a feath sonar? What? What? You're saying that people don't dress up as other people to what? get turned on? I, I mean, you're they... saying that there's no one out there dressing up as other people getting sexually aroused? Well, I don't really consider that a sonar kind of thing. Don't you? Oh, the perverts will. They're going to be listening to this guy, the fucking idiot Bartek. He doesn't know anything about sodas. (laughs) He he knows ferdom. (laughs) I think that's the term. In ferdom. And guys, please message us. We have a Facebook page called Spit and Polish Presents. You can message us or put it publicly on our Facebook, the terminology in ferdom. But in ferdom... Do you think there's different names for the different subcategories of being a furry? So, like, like these ones who are into furry animals, are the, they, 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 they got, like, the, the, the furries, and then maybe the ones who are into fish have a different kind of, like, little name. Like, they don't have to be, like, so, these... So, sort of scaloids? Scaloids, <laughs> or something, or gillboys, or something, and then, like, you know, the ones who are into lizards, or the ones who are into, you know... Um, you know, um, marsupials, are they going to be different to furries or what? Like, Maybe, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe there's someone out there who's like, does it count if I dress up as what I imagine to be alien creatures? Like, because we brought up that, does this technically count as a furry? I mean, he is furry, but does it count as a furry if we dressed up as it? One of the things I like thinking about is... Um, Going to the does... toilet in a furry suit? I agree. It worries me too. Well, Ryan, you don't have to worry because diaper fur is a thing. Oh, I, I imagine yeah. it is a thing. Will, you glad you're learning about furries oh. today in our episode about Chicken Little? I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> you know, often when you bring stuff up to Will, like movies, he writes them down and says, I'll check it out later. I wonder if Fur Affinity is going to be on that <laughs> Chuck it on the list. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. <laughs> Hey, well, you know how you do that nice, polite thing of actually noting down recommendations, even if we give them off the cuff? I do do that. Please don't you know, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> You know how you do that nice thing that, that normal people or most impolite people don't do? Well, Bartek noticed that, and he wants and to I'm make using sure it. that you, <laughs> oh, no. you do it for, for a sexual fetish. Just, Just... Also, don't come at me, furries. I mean, I, I would love it if we, we sparked some controversy between the furdom, but <laughs> please. Hey, did they use zippers or is that anti-furry? What do you mean? Zippers. Are zippers used in their costumes at all or is that anti? Or would it only be Velcro? Because I feel like zippers, if they use zip... This is me thinking way too much. But I if think they so, use zippers... Yeah. I guess. Would that go against, like, the fur... We kind of idea of it I, being an animal, like I you know, you use a Velcro. It seems like it would line up better in the furdom world I, I mindset. Can't, I can't imagine it would matter that much, but I can see someone wanting to be a bit more authentic and being like, "I made this decision for this reason." Yeah. So, oh, so. please, you don't think the furdom is elitist? 
You don't think that there's people there going drinking their? Uh, I imagine they drink milk. <laughs> yeah, just like just unpasteurized raw milk. <laughs> drinking their milk in their fursona is being like that filthy scum used a zipper. Kick him out of the doghouse, and they're dressed as lions. I remember I was watching a Let's Play last year where. We- oh my god, I don't know where this is going. It's not. It's nothing crazy. It's just a very minor thing. One of it was. There were three guys in it. And I'm w- deeply worried right now. Don't no. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> nothing makes me worry more. There, there were three guys in the Let's Plays, and one of them is a furry. And he mentioned that when he went to furry conventions, which exist by the way, there weren't that many women there. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Didn't, How didn't would they some tell? Furry convention get like a nerve gas attack and people almost die. But they didn't because they were wearing fursonas, which are an active form of mask wear. Hey, um, the only furry I know that I pay attention to is uh, Adam from Your Movie Sucks is a furry, and that's all. That's the only person I know in my viewing. I think he was content on an official his... podcast, and he mentioned that. Is he also gay? Yes. He's, yeah, yeah. And also his profile, podcast. you know, he's he's got this iconic picture of him pulling like this really uh, face as his YouTube like image. If you see the full photo, it's him underneath a pile of furries. Like that's the actual <laughs> picture. It's him underneath a pile of furries doing weird shit and it's him being like Ugh. Also Malcolm from uh, uh, Channel Awesome. The black guy? Yeah. He's a fairy too. Okay. I thought we were going to Malcolm in the middle. Welcome to the fairy podcast. If we had the start of fairy podcast, what would you want to name it? I feel like they exist. And if we had to start one, I, I feel like the obvious choice... Would we have choice, a Polish reference in there too? Maybe, if you could come up with a good one. But I think it would be something like, Welcome to the Furcast. Welcome to the Furcast. In yeah, which it we seems talk- a bit plain, doesn't it? Well, yeah, you can. This is the obvious one. Like, yeah. imagine if I typed into iTunes right now, Furcast, <laughs> it will be there, and it'll be some guy, and you can't hear him very well because it's in his persona. You're <laughs> talking into Ryan, a microphone. I think. I think just to be clear, it'll you, be, you're thinking like Ryan. Ryan, just to just to work on your terminology, it's first suit. Fursona is a character you put on. Yeah, well, he's in his fursona. He's in his first suit, and he's yeah, but he's in his first sona yeah, you're while he's about doing the show. But you're talking about it like it's a physical thing. Okay, yeah, isn't it? Well, I mean, like, isn't it? If I'm putting on, it's like if I'm doing larping, I'm gonna be in my outfit. Yeah, I'm but not it... just gonna walk yeah, up but, and but, be like, but "Hello, guys." The outfit it's... is not the fursona. That's the outfit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do understand. But how many people do their fursona? It's like without the outfit. You on. can't hear me because I'm doing my Christopher Walken impression. That's like basically what you're saying. No, but that doesn't work as well. See, that can be done without a costume. If you're but saying, do if they you're... do their fursonas without costumes primarily, or do they do it with costumes? I don't think their costumes cover their mouths. Is the thing. So I don't, don't they? I don't. Think so. I always see the ones that are dressed up in the full gear that are like with the dog heads and everything. I would call it the rabies variety hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this one poor guy out there. They're like, no, fish don't get rabies. I'm a fish. I'm in Australia. We don't have safe. rabies. <laughs> Bartek, your your furry podcast. What do you call it? It's a good question. Would you um, the furcast? I think that's a good one. I think it's good. I bet it's out there. I bet the Furcast is out there. I can't wait to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, even if it's not a podcast, I'm sure something's called the Furcast out there. <laughs> it's a furry, but he's got an arm cast on. Mm. 
Honestly, this episode's been turned into the Furcast. Welcome to the Furcast! Meow! <laughs> That's and how it would open! That's exactly how it opens. Bartek, I'm very, Ryan, very worried about how much I'm learning about furries. And I only started learning about them because I did mention that uh, uh, um, he is a twink icon, and then that led to furry, I'm, which... um. Well, yeah, you brought up the I'm gay... Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm sure a lot of furries are listening going, I'm glad that you're connecting the gay dot between us. <laughs> I'm glad that that's been connected. Because I guess, well, the a connotation is all furries are gay. Is that the connotation? The no. negative mm. connotation? The that's... guy I also meant in the Let's Play is gay, but yeah. he loves is Tiny ne- Tiger. <laughs> From Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. They were playing. At one point, they were playing Crash Three, and you know how when you enter the levels, his face appears. They were playing the twin set, the new like remake version. They're like, "Oh, is he, he's having a moment," and he's like, "I kind of am." Oh, oh my god! Oh oh, fuck me! You said it wasn't weird. The part remember, I mentioned first. Remember when you said it wasn't weird? Well, that was talking about the females in the family. Yeah, but, uh, this was, is something else. That was weird too, buddy. I was deeply worried and I was vindicated. <laughs> Bartek's barometer for weird is way off. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. There's one furry listening to this still being like, when are they going to talk about the fan art that we do? We're very artistic. You are. I mentioned fur affinity. Yes, but when are we going to actually talk about it? Because you just said it's going to be on the fur video. I said, you know that as a website. That disgusts me. <laughs> when are we going to talk about their genuine artistic abilities? Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's what end the animal episode. is that's the not. best drawn? Bartek, I imagine you've visited this site and DeviantArt a couple of times. What animal is the most frequently drawn in the furdom? That's a good question. Would it be dog? I feel like something along the lines of fox would be a common one. Ooh, foxy luxy. Oh man, this a movie jackal? is a furdom's dream. Well, that in Zootopia, right? Well, Zootopia. Oh, well, Zootopia is obvious. Have you seen the one that are uh, the uh, what were they? The anti-abortion. Uh, Zootopia things. Have you seen that? Could you be more specific with things? They're comics and fan art that's mm. uh, anti... Like, there were ones that were anti-abortions and then there were ones that were pro-abortion because of the anti-abortion ones. So it's like, he gets her pregnant and she's like, I want to get an abortion because we're going to have, like, a, a, a mixed kid and that's gross. And then it's like, no, abortion's bad. These are... Really detailed, disgusting. With Zootopia characters? With Zootopia. With the main two from Zootopia. Also, I'm surprised I went with Fox and not Wolf. I think Wolf would be a big one. Oh, Wolfie would be a biggie. What about, you know what's one? What's the animal that you think's underrepresented underrepresented in the furdom? That one animal. I'm going to say tick. Sea slugs. Sea <laughs> So you're talking about like microscopic kind of things? No, just one that you don't see people doing. I mean... It, I don't think a lot of people are going be- out as ticks. <laughs> It's just to be clear, I don't go out of my way to look at this stuff. Oh, but I do okay, come it okay. See, Denial, I mean... regret, delusion. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, uh, um, Will. One time I was watching this Let's Play. It's not gonna get weird. Um, <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, it gets extremely weird. <laughs> was it Adam from Your Movie Sucks? He does Let's Plays as well. No, it wasn't. Man, they're just multiplying these furries. Was it, was it that black guy from 
from from Channel Awesome. Was does he do Mar- Let's Plays? No, but he, he does go to furry conventions, apparently. Welcome to the Furcast. Bartek still didn't come up with his furry podcast name. Will he have it by the end of the episode? Oh, I've been asked so many questions. I've still got to say what crazy... Oh, I did say crazy little chicken. Yep, you did. So, is there any other pop quiz? Yes, but we we're also talking about furries that I couldn't Let's get catch up there. on Bartek's pop quiz. <laughs> hey, Will, are you ready to get popped? Yeah. Okay. Question number one. Are you a furry? Yes or no? I've already asked question one. Okay, question number two. You. Are you a furdom? Yes or no? Are you an entire fandom <laughs> of furries? Question number two. Fursona, did I use it in a way that works or not? We'll have to check the Oxford English Dictionary. Or the furdom Dictionary. Oxford English Dictionary is not progressive, doesn't have furry terms. Hey, what are what furry comes? terms other than the ones we've listed? Well, so we've listed a lot of them. Um, Come on! Do I know any more? What's a uh, sexy term? Yif. What? This one I don't really know, but I think it's their term for sex. Is that how you're supposed to pronounce gif? And we've no, been it's wrong w- this whole y- time. Y I double F. Isn't Yif a film festival? Youth independent film festival? That's pretty fucked up if it is. Fuck me! No, but Yif hey is guys, some... you wanna get Yif? Yif is then, some verb. Then, holy use. crap. If they go, hey, you wanna Yif? And the guy's like, yeah, let me just get on my first sonar. I know. And then and then he comes up and he's like, and then he goes to the place and it's just the film festival. <laughs> the film festival. And he's like, oh boy, this erection's inappropriate. <laughs> um, okay, hit us with your real questions, Bartek. Question two. To whom does Chicken Little reveal that he has romantic feelings? Oh, is it, shit. Is it A? <laughs> Why is shit? Because uh, he doesn't remember. That's clearly the... It's a hard question. Is it A? Abby Mallard. Mm, could be. Could B. Be. Foxy Loxy. That's possible. Could be, could be. C. Goosey Lucy. That's a character, I imagine. Or D. <laughs> First, I know, go on. Poosh Spice. Poosh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Spice, please. <laughs> I didn't even think that was a character. I think it's just Posh Spice, but wouldn't know. Is it supposed to be Pooch Spice or what? It says Poosh, like Posh, but with an extra O. Wow. Mm. They're even missing an animal pun in there, like Pooch Spice. Yeah, that's why when I saw that, I'm like, was there a character I missed or was that just because they sang one of What the fuck's a Poosh? Furries, tell us. Like a Porsche and a... You know, there's some furry out there that's like, my first owner's name is Poosh Spice. (laughs) Now it is. Um, it was obviously, uh, Goosey Lucy, right? It was Abby Mallard. Oh, fuck. Abby's the ugly duckling character. Was the mayor. What? Was the mayor. Was it the mayor? The mayor. No, that wasn't an option. But Pooh Spice was. Yeah. (laughs) You fucking go message the person who made this quiz and tell them a thing or two. Also, what's your favorite Joan Cusack movie? The answer to that is question three. Da-da-dum. Now, the last two questions that I have from quizzes, these are these are from a different one. They're fill-in-the-blanks uh, ones. So, <clears throat> everybody dance blank. Is it later? <laughs> Soon? At 8.30? Now? Or in all caps, POOP? <laughs> later. Everybody dance POOP! <laughs> <laughs> I would rather everybody dance 
eight thirty. <laughs> at eight thirty. <laughs> at eight thirty p.m. or a.m. Just eight thirty. Fuck you! I'm out of it's this podcast. Right, 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 you right, 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 hold on, Ryan. I can't go without knowing hold which on, Ryan, time Ryan. zone. I can't. Ryan, go. Ryan. If it's if it's twenty four hour time, that means I am. I'll allow it. Oh, okay. okay, my headphones. I'm putting my headphones back on, guys. Right. I'm, I'm relaxed. They're Mickey under Mouse. The chair. They're somehow under They're the chair. They're under your mum. <laughs> keep going. Keep going, Bartek. I'm, I'm really excited about question four. The last one is also a uh, music one. <clears throat> I love music. Don't go breaking blank heart. Ooh. Achy breaky. Is it this? <laughs> ow. 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 O U R. Ow. O U R or A R E? O-U-R. Okay. Ah, ow. O-U-R what? My heart. <laughs> is it C, my? Okay. Is it D, later? Okay. Or is it E, I do not know? With an exclamation at the end. Is it at, is it at 8.30? I'm going to choose one. Yeah? Poop! <laughs> That's not an option. Uh, isn't it always? It's a bodily function. Don't go hey. breaking, I do not know, heart. Hey, Sorry to get back on the furry train again. That's fine. (laughs) Do they have weird sex stuff about animal poo? Is that a thing? I feel like that's a thing, right? Because animal poos are so distinctively different to human poos. I mean, Ryan, think about it. How far from diaper fur do you have to go? (laughs) Is that a sex thing or is that just a practical thing? Diaper fur? Uh, in Stop I- saying it like it's a real thing. I know it is, but you're saying it like this terminology is fine. But on the past of this podcast, but I've just used Australian slang that you're not familiar with. You're like, that's not real, but you're just like, yeah, f- what type of fur? Yeah, you know that. Di- <laughs> I mean, Ryan, we inform each other. That's how we grow. As does. The- and you need to learn about fairy times to grow, apparently. <laughs> Go on. What was the question? Uh, 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 Diaper fur. Is it sexual in nature or is it practical? I mean, in real life, I guess it would be practical because apparently taking it off is annoying or something. Taking off the fursuit. Yeah, okay. I like how you said in real life. Well, though. Like, in real life. Because, well, there's diaper fur. Sexual thing, so, yeah. things are not inherently done by poop diapers. Uh, Bartek, can I teach you about uh, um, a fetish? Fetish fandom? A fe- well, I wouldn't say fandom, just a fetish. Mm. I mean, I'm not... I won't teach you. I think that you might know this. You seem pretty up-to-date. <laughs> well informed. <laughs> Have you heard of feederism? Feederism? Yes. I'm not sure. What is it? It's when another person feeds someone an incredible amount and over time makes them gain an incredible amount of weight. That I is mean, a yeah, sexual thrill. Well, I, I've just heard it as weight gain fetish. Its specific term is feederism, Bartek. In the feed community. WG. Isn't that just America? <laughs> Australia too, buddy. Sounds like a... Yeah. Can I go on a real rant now? Uh about how great this film is? A real rant. Yeah. I mean this. Okay. Adam West is in this movie. And I'm not up to date on Adam West's uh, career, but I don't know if he's done any other Disney movies. If he did any other Disney movies. Sorry, when you say up to date, it's like, you know, he's dead. But yeah, I but see what you, you mean. know yeah. how actors, when they die, they still have movies come out after yeah. they've died? Like, only last year did the Batman movie come out in which he did the voice for it with Burt Ward and William Shatner. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I get what you mean, like, possibly. I'm not up to date on his career. If there's anything left, yeah. If there's anything left. I mean, Anton Yelchin's career is still coming out. He died two years ago. But, uh, 
I don't know if he did any other Disney movies, but the thing I'm going to rant on is I love Adam. I love I, I love Adam West. He's pretty great. And one of the things I love about him, I loved about him, is just his style, right? That that the Batman style, obviously the the very stern style that he has, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Apparently, one of the funniest stories I've ever, one of the funniest stories ever in life is uh, he was interviewed about what's his fondest memory of Frank Gorshin, the man who played the Riddler. Mm-hmm. And he said, stone-faced. He went, and imagine this in his voice. Yep, I'm there. Well, one time, Frank and I were invited to an elite Hollywood party up in the hills. And we went together in the same car. Uh, this was at the height of Batman. They went in, and it was an orgy. <laughs> it was a Hollywood orgy. And um, they found it so amusing that they decided to act out as their characters of Batman and the Riddler (laughs) at the orgy and and they were thrown out of the orgy (laughs) because they found it so weird so can you imagine Frank Gorshin running around going it's me the Riddler and all of that and him being like no Riddler you're at it again at an orgy that's what I loved about Adam but one of the things I'm really sad about is and you know he's dead now and it never really got fixed I mean he in later in life got a career by being Adam West with Family yeah. Guy and you which know, to tie Kevin. it back, it was sort of a mimetic thing. Yeah, and yeah. all that. But one of the things I'm really disappointed about is, and it works in this too. It's same. It's funny because it's Adam West. Yeah. But the sad thing is, Adam West was a supremely talented guy, and when I do see him in like in, when I watch interviews with him or see him on Family Guy or see him in the Batman's, it really upsets me because he was, you know, he was slated to be James Bond, but he refused it because he thought a non-American should be James Bond. Did you know this? I. He was. Who was? Who wanted him to be James Bond? The writer of James Bond, Ian Fleming. Yeah, they met, and he was like, he saw him do the, uh, uh you know, the. The, his ads in which he played like a very charismatic sailor and he saw him do the Batman and he said, you are the next James Bond. And he refused it because he thought a non-American should play James Bond and then it went to George Lazenby, an Australian. <laughs> but he didn't want it. So the thing is that really annoys me about Adam West. I know the movie's over, but it's just like, I see him in this and it just makes me so angry how fickle Hollywood can be because he was known for being Batman. And then he got forever typecast as Batman. He wouldn't get hired because they don't want Batman. They want someone real. Yeah. And it's so disappointing because he, he's one of those actors. He, we see him now in retrospect. He had so much to offer. He was such a funny guy. And obviously the humor comes from the fact that he was Batman. We see him on The Simpsons being like, how come Batman doesn't dance anymore? Remember Although, but- the Batusi? Oh, eh, ah, <laughs> ooh. Oh, quickly, kids. Move away. Don't break eye contact, though. <laughs> but, uh... It really upsets me when I see him in a movie like this and I go, man, we honestly missed 50 years worth of Adam West being great because Hollywood decided that they didn't want him to. And that's this movie in a nutshell. All of these actors, you got Zach Braff, you got, you know, Joan Cusack, who's obviously the one who has a quite prominent career, but she's over often overlooked in movies. I mean... People don't always go, School of Rock, you know who's great in that? Joan Cusack. Well, to be honest, I am that guy. I always watched School of Rock. I'm like, God damn, Joan Cusack's amazing in this as his love interest. But I, I, I will be honest, like, tangential rant, I do sometimes think about the whole thing of uh, killing careers and it just blows my mind. Like, why would you waste that talent? Like, apparent, like Mike Myers we talked about. Yep. Apparently after Wild Hogs, Tim Allen was only yeah. like Buzz Lightyear really. And yeah, and he has a TV show in which he plays the Tim Allen type. And it's just, 
so disappointing. And Adam West is one of these guys, you know, the other night I was watching the TV show Charmed and it surprised me it had John Cho in it, who we know as Dusty Wong from uh, uh, Big Fat Liar. And, and I said to myself, Jesus, this is him when he was young and he's acting his heart out in Charmed. And no one knows who he is really outside of Kumar, Harold and Kumar and uh, uh, Star Trek. And neither of those movies highlight what a talent he is. And it's like, that's a Hollywood blackballing someone because of race. They blackballed Adam West because of typecasting. And this movie kind of, you know, captures that all because it's like this movie got blackballed because it's another talking animal animated movie by Disney. And the people just went, nah, I'm just going to write this off. You know, I'm going to turn this rant into my review as well. That's fine, yeah. That's fine. I think it's upsetting. You know, yes, this movie doesn't have big stars that you would expect from a Disney movie, but you know what I think they did? They cast actors who are voice voices are appropriate and voice actors a lot of the time. Harry Shearer it makes an appearance. I mean, it's weird to see him because out of all the Simpson actors, the one who makes the most live action appearances, I would say, is easily Hank Azaria. He's the one that's most well-known for not just being a voice, but it's... Which one of them was in Night at the Museum 2? Hank Zaria. Yeah, all right. There, fair enough, yeah. Uh, yeah. Proof in practice. Uh, he was also in Along Came Polly, the Ben Stiller. Uh, he was really fit in it, but uh, he's in a lot. But uh, this movie is just great. It's, it's a great film for children. It has a nice little sci-fi edge. It has a little message for the parents in there, which is you should actually believe in the children more, you know. Listen to them at least, yeah. Listen to them and actually, you know, take their side, which is a valuable lesson in life, you know, because i I known many kids growing up who whose parents would not take their side on things when the kids were right and it often turned out for the worse and it's it's a great message for both kids and, and adults. Uh, if I had to give this film a rating, which I which I do, I'm going to actually be brave enough not to relate it to the Ferdom. Uh, my rating would have to be a John out of Ritter. Uh, um, he was a great actor and uh, went went way before his time. You know that's a sad thing, but um, a John out of Ritter. Will, let's hear from you. All right, why not? Um, coming back to this film. After so long, I just appreciate it so much more. I mean, it's only 80 minutes, but it feels a lot longer. But that's okay, it's just more to love. It teaches important lessons about parenting and going into mass hysteria based on the words of children. And those are important things that we all have to learn. And I give it five eggs... Out of five eggs. That's a lot of eggs. 100%. That's a lot of eggs. You know what they say? You can't make an omelette without buying some eggs. Um, That's true. Bartek, let's hear from you. You remembered my name. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what's, you look, your, you what's your fursona? My fursona? Um, and your furry podcast. Give me those now. Barktek? Because I'm a dog? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. Someone, <laughs> I'm not saying that anyone listening to the show should draw some yeah, animal fan, fan art of Bartek, but who also could be called Bear Tech because he's very bear like. I think I have made that joke before, Bear Tech. That sounds right. Uh, or Bark Tech. You can choose either way between some kind of European bear or a dog. Dog of your choice. I'm going to choose the droopy dogs, you know, the ones with the really droopy features. That oh, would the be. Tech Savory kind? Yeah. That could be you. Oh, wait, I didn't make the. 
Last year when I was on placement at a high school, one a of kid the... came up to me and said, "Sir, you look like a bear." No, wow. the year nine coordinator forgot my name and he called me Bear Tech for a day. <laughs> and you didn't correct it. I eventually corrected him. And I'm like, sir, uh, "Sir, it's actually my name's actually Bartek." Oh, Bartek, let's hear from you. That's my name, Bartek. I thought you were gonna make a bear tech or like bark tech joke. Time is a factor that I will apply comedy to later. You'll you'll get it when you least suspect it. <laughs> It'll be when the episode's over, we've finished recording. I'm like, you know, guys, we did a good job. Thanks, thanks, bear tech. <laughs> Walk away. I'll wait to do it in front of your mum with no explanation. By a time in which you've forgotten about this, and I'll say it, and you're like, and you're what? the only and- one amused. I only do it for my own amusement in life. That's fair enough. That's admirable. <clears throat> I'm ad- admirable, yeah. Yeah. So, much like Will mentioned earlier in this episode... Let me just adjust my microphone. <clears throat> I'll allow it. Much like... I already did it. Much like Will mentioned earlier in this episode, a lot of people seem to hate this film if there was a specific reason for the dad. They say that he's one of the worst Disney villains ever, a despicable character, very awful... Whereas I always thought it was more along my experience of the unexpected. The I didn't know what this film was about going in. Then I went in, I got a like real movie out of it, walked out being like, oh, I don't I don't know why I was expecting that. I guess well I didn't know why, because of all the pr- advertising materials. I think it's a film that if you mention it to someone who hasn't seen it, they just won't know like what it's about like hey have you seen chicken little they might know isn't that the main character of the movie like it's named after the main character yeah that doesn't really tell them what it's about like guy the movie's basically guy okay what does guy do people don't know that they go into wondering what does guy do i've seen the advertising materials he's on the men in black chair is it gonna be a men in black film it's not a men in black film there's aliens though yeah it's a film that you have to just I feel like you have to understand it to some degree to truly appreciate it. That's not saying you can't go into it blind and walk out liking it. But I think, in this case, I'm making a distinction between like and appreciate. If you like the film, that's great. You're a step away from appreciation. If you don't like the film, you're not a step away, but I think you're at least two. I think you need to give it another chance. And then, after that, whether you like it or you go straight to appreciation... You're there where we want you to be. This is a film that has messages. My two friends here just told me some of the messages about parenthood, tolerance, furry fandoms. You taught us that. (laughs) I mean, you asked and I answered to the best of my ability. You taught yourself that you knew more than you knew. (laughs) I guess when you asked for terms, I'm like, oh yeah, isn't Yif one of them? That was a weird one. That one I'm still not sure about, but... Bartek taught me something, too. He taught me that we're his friends. There you go. Very happy. I am still learning. Blows my mind. I I guess I forgot to mention it all these, like, five years or something. Yeah, you're just like, hey, guy. And I'm like, oh, boy, is this a Men in Black type of guy? (laughs) (laughs) Or is this some kind of Chicken Little type of guy? Am I Guy Pierce? Well, I... Whoa! As a means of repenting for that, I have one thing to say. Repent. Soz. (laughs) <laughs> to all of you that don't like this film soz but you should just get over it 
<laughs> give it a chance and get to like it, then you can be the one saying soz. And genuinely, not like me. Yeah. I'm saying soz as a means of, I guess, tolerating you, even though I don't want to. I don't, I don't appreciate your opinion, but I appreciate your potential. That's what this film teaches us. Appreciate other people, even if you cannot tolerate some of the things about them. If I have to give this film a rating... Which you do. Yeah, no, I know. That's your catchphrase, but I use it so much. And as... I never meant for it to be a catchphrase. Yeah. It's just me stalling for time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fun fact, when we say that, it's us. We don't have a rating yet. <laughs> Actually, now when I say it, it's because I'm aware of that it's a catchphrase that I say. So I usually know now. Okay, when I say it. When Bartek says it, I always thought it was you making fun of me for saying it. <laughs> I no. remember all these years, Bartek's just been passive-aggressively <laughs> making fun of me, like, eh, well, now I have to give a rating, and I'm always polite to join in and be like, which you do, and you're like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have a rating. But the rating that I give this film, and I still don't have one, the rating I give it is... an 100% filled... diaper fur. <laughs> <laughs> No, you couldn't restrain yourself. Now, I want to hear these YouTube comments and reviews from IMDb. I did hear the mention of homophobia. (laughs) Can't wait. I didn't say anything about homophobia. You said someone talked about it being gay. I did say that. That is homophobia. Well, they're not saying it's homosexual. I thought it was was a twink icon or a twunk icon. Well, to the gay community, but not to the general public. No no one's saying, like, Disney hasn't come out and said, hey, you know, the first openly gay character, that only came out with Beauty and the Beast, the live-action version. Remember that? Finally, yeah. Remember when everyone was sucking the dick of Beauty and the Beast before they saw it? Because they're like, well, I'm glad that Disney's being progressive with an openly gay character in LeFou or whatever, and then in the movie, all he does is dance with another guy. Let's see how he's gay. Dances with another guy. It's like, oh, fuck me, I guess I'm gay because I've danced with other men before because I've been in events where you're just like, yeah, hey, let's joke around, but I guess I'm a gay man. You say let's jerk around? No, dance around. Ah, if it was jerk around, that would be a bit gay. Okay, let's re-edit that. Let's jerk off! <laughs> so let's hear from YouTube and IMDb, Bartek. Let's do that as soon as my document... Program <laughs> stops bugging out. It's not responding because you've oh, had an open. To be fair, I can read the first six you know, comments. You know, you know what's great? It's not responding because it heard too many furry terms and was too like, many, "I'm out." Too many fur affinity tabs open at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's all shutting down. Oh, great! It's not going to get weird, guys. It's not going to get weird. Ask me to change paragraph settings. Fuck, about All right, here we go. <clears throat> the first comment from YouTube is. Am I the only one that cracked up when Runt, in brackets the pig, I got it. was breathing into two brown paper bags at the same time? XD, and when he was playing dodgeball and trying to get a soda, and oh yeah, the corn. Winky smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the comment. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that two paper bag joke before. It's new. Ryan, this... Fresh. I, I don't know if you wrote this comment. Uh, maybe. But I have to specify that the username that made this comment is Turkey Mayor. Okay, okay. Can I just say one thing? If it's me who wrote it, is it a comment in which I'm saying, yeah, that background isn't green screen. It's totally real. And then for the next five years, I've been getting continuous comments on that YouTube comment. Well, based on the name Turkey Mayor, I think you know the answer's no. Okay, yeah. it's yes. The comment is... <laughs> 
Where do you guys think I got my name from? You CL haters can get lost. It was me. It was me. Turkey Sorry, May Ryan. God. That's his me. persona. Gobble Turkey gobble. Lurky. And it's the gayest one because their noise is gobble gobble. <laughs> that means they eat. Hey guys, I want a bit of a gobble gobble. That's that was lewd. my That's gobble lewd. noise. Is that you That's eating yogurt through a straw? That's disgusting. I'm a bird. I don't eat like normal people do. Well, in this film, beaks could move like mouths. Yeah, beaks can move like mouths in real life, but they don't eat like mouths. Well, no, they just open and close. Kind That's of. how mouths work. No, but they're like, you know, stretch like lips are fleshy, you know. Oh, because turkeys so have can, the like... flesh on their face, though. Theirs aren't just beak beaks. they got some flesh there. Yeah, but the beaks in this film were moving to, like, Oh, look, enunciate. I'm not paying attention anymore because the movie's over and I gave it my rating. Let's hear from I Am YouTube. I Am YouTube. I Am... <laughs> Oh, nice to meet you. Let's hear from Ryan. <laughs> I am I am Legend, the Will Smith movie in which he plays. Have a you fish. met my friend Google? I'm fur affinity, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you met my friend Bookmarks? My name's <laughs> fur affinity, apparently. Yes. Both of you are owned by Google, and I just picked an ad. No, we're Disney boys. <clears throat> we're Dis boys. The next comment is My GF said I remind her her of the duck. Is that a <laughs> is that a bad thing? Please tell me there's a comment that replies to that. There isn't, unfortunately. Oh, no. oh boy, I haven't got any replies. Can to I me. be the reply on that one? Okay, and the response yes. is yes. Gobble gobble. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> From Turkey Man. The next response. Uh, the next comment is <clears throat> LOL. In my opinion, it's actually pretty good. It only runs for 81 minutes, and in brackets, one hour and 21 minutes. Way too short, in my opinion. Surely you could spare an hour and 21 minutes for a movie, right? The whole reason why I got this movie in the first was because of Abby, brackets, the brown duck, voiced by the great Joan Cusack. I love Joan Cusack, yeah. Her brother's John Cusack. The second second last comment is... Give it to me. What the heck have I just watched? 2018? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. This video was uploaded in 2005, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they watched it and went, did this just come out? What the fuck? You know what the best part is? They saw it in the cinema this year. They went to like one of those cinemas that play retrospective Disney movies, and they yeah. went in and they thought, oh, the newest Disney movie. They thought they were going to go and see... I don't know what the newest Disney movie is. Let's say it's a new Wreck-It Ralph movie. That's yeah, coming out. That'll be new soon. They'll, yeah. they'll walk in and think, new Wreck-It Ralph movie? What? It's Chicken Little. I've never seen this. Must be new. What is this? 2018? What is What is this? 2018? Sorry, what the heck have I just watched? Question mark. 2018? Question mark. <laughs> and the final comment is, I want to murder whoever made this gay-ass movie. Okay, now oh. it's homophobic. Yeah. They mentioned arson there. And gay. And movie. And kill. And Very homophobic. And I want to. Very uncool, guys. So Very you have gay. some reviews from IMDB, is that correct? Hi, DB. I'm Bartek. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode. No, I have two. <laughs> Cut! <laughs> That's a wrap! <laughs> <laughs> I, I dad joked you. You know what one of my favorite dad joke jokes things is? It's like one of those ones where it's like that. Jokes where, about dad jokes? Yeah, 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 jokes about dad jokes. So it's like one of them's like, you know, introducing the the son 
you know, mm. to the dad being like, you know, you know, this is like one of those like, hey, Jason's like, you know, I'm... dad, I'm thirsty. I'm high Thursday on Friday. Like... Yeah, one of those where it's like, you know, hi, dad, you know, blah blah. And it's like, yeah, hi, I'm I'm dad. And then it's like, then it's dad on his deathbed, and he's like, dad, I'm sad that you're dying. Hi, sad that you're that I'm dying. I'm dead. And then just dies. <laughs> Will likes that one. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. That or the one where it's like a guy, a young man gets bitten on the arm and he's like, oh no, I've been bitten by a dad. I'm turning into one. And then he's like at the Home Depot and he's growing a mustache. He's like, I gotta build a deck. <laughs> well, DB, I'm going to tell you what you are. DB, <clears throat> DB Cooper, the famous thief. Can't wait. The first IMDB review is called, I actually cried. I did too, buddy. From four, well, Ryan, don't be sympathetic. From 14 January 2013, 1 out of 10. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing now. You're leading me in with a sympathetic title and then giving me a smackdown. You know what? I don't like you. It's a good thing I told you not to be sympathetic. Yeah. Subversion into sass. The audacity of this person. Damn you. This is, without a split second of hesitation, the worst movie I have ever seen. I actually cried through large parts of it due to the agony of watching it. Moral of the first 60 minutes of the story. If you are not good at sports, then you are a bad person that nobody likes, not even your own parents, and that is just what you deserve. That's That's the moral of the first 10 minutes, shut up. (laughs) And if you are being bullied for not being good at sports, then do not expect any help from adults because you deserve that as well. Life's hard, man. After 60 minutes, the movie turns into a cartoon version of War of the Worlds. It's a cartoon for kids! Cartoon version of War of the Worlds with aliens in giant octopus vessels terrorizing the town. The only thing I am grateful for is that I watched this on TV and not on cinema. That way, I only wasted time and not money. You, pay, you money. pay electricity bills, right, buddy? There you go. Turns out they're like, what, the president or something? <laughs> I don't like it. Bad. Well, it's 2013, so Obama. Oh, okay. I don't like it. It's bad. I don't like Obama it. Obama liked this movie. <laughs> I don't like it. It's bad. I don't like it. Michelle, turn it off. Not enough stuttering. Not enough stuttering from either of you in your impersonations of Obama. I don't like it. I, 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 uh, uh, don't like it. Lots of more Obama. He was very big on stutters. We, we, we tortured some that much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go back. Go back. And a lot of Obama impersonators Ryan, a lot of people want to go back. I know. A lot of Obama impersonators hinge on the fact that he has stutters. I mean, epic rap battles, they made that one of the big primary things in the retort battle from the fucker that was looked like a Lego man. Mitt Romney was that he's a stuttering communist. So get your Obama impressions right, or get out of here with your Kevin James sympathy. Hi. Don't I'm think I forgot about that. Hi, I'm Obama. Hi, Obama. I'm dead. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's my show now. I'm Obama. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> That's as good as your Orson Welles impression. <laughs> Obama, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, Joe Biden. That's what it's okay. <laughs> I'm vice president. <laughs> yeah.
Stop impersonating me. The best thing about Trump's <laughs> presidency is all the Joe Biden love that's come out of it because it's like since they finished up, Joe Biden's just a meme. I remember as they were finishing up. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's especially now that he's president, it's like a lot of them are like Joe Biden like plotting against Trump being like, hey, I love these tax or like I love this, this pen that's only for, that's like really too big for his little hands. All that kind of stuff. Hit us with the next one. Hopefully it's a positive IMDb review that's actually accurate, unlike that last one, was which that was the whole fake review? news. Yes. Fake okay. news. This next one, fact, is the last one. Thank God. It is co- the, it is, the title is, You Leave Barbara Out of This. From the 14th of April, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're sitting here. Patrick's getting really solidly prepared. Will takes off his purple Hawaiian shirt just to reveal <laughs> an Anchorman shirt. An Anchorman shirt with Ron Burgundy. A movie that I had no idea Will liked enough to own a shirt of. Go it, on. It was it was a gift. It's hot. Both the movie and in this room. They're both hot. I can't wait to do the second one. And we'll show. Anyway, you leave Barbara out of this from the 14th of April, 2006. 7 out of 10. Ooh, not a 10 out of 10, but I'll give you a gold star. It's a lot of eggs. <clears throat> and I'll give you 8 stars. <laughs> this was totally a funny movie from an animal movie. Yep. Did I read that right? This was, total, this was a totally funny movie from an animal movie. All the animal characters were funny, and so was so of the rest of the animals. Yes, Ta- was this written by Tyler Lee Jewell? <laughs> I picked this one. I didn't remember the first <laughs> sentence being like that. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I remember this one now. <clears throat> Even their names were either funny or plain stupid. Their names were Buck Cluck, Mayor Turkey Lurkey, Woolenworth, Foxy Loxy. Rurt of the litter, Goosey Lucy, Morcubine Porcupine, and the rest. (laughs) There was Boosh Spice and the rest. He didn't even name the main character. He didn't even name... Well, that one didn't have a funny or plain stupid name. Chicken Little was very funny. It's a twink icon. Kuchak Maui. (laughs) You're making it way more African. Now that you've brought to my attention... You brought it to your own attention. You started. Well, you were commenting what it sounded like, and it made me think like, oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of sound. you're right. <clears throat> it's my fault. All the song the animals sang was funny, and when Rurt acts like a little girl or funny things he does, like when this is a new sentence, like when he tried to jump the fence, he breaks it. Or when he rolled down the hill and burped, and then later they heard a weird crunching sound, but it was Rurt eating corn. The director was really lucky to have such funny actors do the voices of these animals. Now I want to give a shout out to Mr. Don Knotts. Ah, yes, Don Knotts needs to be shouted out. He's very good. We want to remember this talented actor after his death on February. It was his last movie, yeah. We will remember you, Mr. Knotts. God bless you to be alive. Yeah. (laughs) I know the people that worked on Chicken Little is sad, just like me when we found out he is dead. This movie will live on. Yeah, no, I agree. Don Knotts was a great comedic talent. Um... 
he often played like the uh, 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 the landlord character or the uh, flamboyant next door neighbor. For instance, you know in that '70s show, in that '70s show when they get to the point where Fez is l- living in an apartment with I think it's Kelso or something, and they have the very very weird gay uh, landlord who's also the guy who works at the jewellery store. Fenton? Fenton. Yeah. Fenton's very much a Don Knotts character. It's like a homage to that kind of Don Knotts. Well, Don Knotts wasn't as openly gay because it was the 60s and 70s, but he was very much that type of character. So it was kind of neat to see him in this movie. Big downside, I don't know if it's because he died or not, but they don't use his voice very often. He only has, like, very fleeting lines of dialogue, and it's kind of like you got Don Knotts, who's got a very recognisable voice. Like, him and him and Paul Lynn, who Paul Lynn, who played Uncle Arthur, they would often compete for roles against each other because they were very similar, except for Paul Lynn was a li- little bit more chaotic energy, while uh, Don Knotts was a little bit more nervy. We got Steve Carell, so it's right. We got Steve Carell. So, you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening, but... Bartek, you've been... <laughs> I'm listening, yeah. but... But, but Bartek, you've been especially good at listening and talking. And talking, yeah. You had to clear your throat once, but that was okay. Well, I did it multiple times, actually. Um, you, know, you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people, as always. Will, it was great to have you swing by and uh, grace us with your um, presence and uh, tell us many told tales about drive-in theatres and wearing shirts under shirts. Uh, That's true. He wears... And under that shirt, he just has another shirt. So, uh, it's a lot of layers. I've learnt a lot about the furrydom. The furrydom, sorry. They they thank you for that, yeah. They purr at me for that, yeah. If they're felines, yeah. They all purr, Bardock, on the inside. Even the wolves? Oh, wolves do a little purr noise. They kind of, like, growl. That kind of thing. It's very cat. Oh, you don't think wolves do that? Furries, get them! <laughs> so, you guys have been great. If you want to support us, we're on all the social medias, the Twitter, the Facebook, we're on the... We're not on Instagram. Yeah, you said all the, and I'm like... Wait, wait a moment, I just want to exclude that, because I don't include that as a social media. MySpace? We will. I think we mentioned <laughs> on uh, Cruel Intentions that we might have... No, it was the one after that. Man of the House, we mentioned we have MySpaces, technically. I technically have a MySpace. So, we're on YouTube and Podbean and uh, Apple Podcasts is now the name. instead of. I mean, it's still iTunes, but that's what it's officially mm. called now. We're on Google Play. Give us ratings on any of those reviews. Spread us around to all your friends. And if you're furry listening, sorry for all the harsh words I said. I meant him, but I'm sorry that if you got offended. Uh, Bartek, um, you know what we have to say to these nice listening people at home? Now, don't you? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Remember be kind, to remember to be stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>